0: Why we haven't re- recorded in so long, um, but I'm not gonna bore you with any of them. We haven't recorded, uh, part of it is though that John has been very busy. So joining me tonight Boo is John. Boo John, <laughs> but Bo- joining me tonight is not John, um, but a, a second, a secondary, a, a second in command. Anyway, it's an alternative, John, it's an Fillin. alternative, a, an alternative, John. Uh, that sounds horrible. That sounds like something they sell on late night television. Sounds like anyway. the very
1: nineties. Yeah, Alternajon. <laughs> the
0: Alterna John.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I think he was a VJ. Anyway, <laughs> it's Eric Sanford, staff writer. Hello, Eric.
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: Hey, how are you?
1: I'm I'm great. Uh, it's it's very it's very hot, but I'm I'm cowering in my basement, so I'm I'm like literally a basement blogger. Uh, (laughs) literally
0: literally in the basement yes nice
1: trying to stay cool
0: i wanted to go to the basement because it's the one area of the house that is cool but my whole setup is up here Mm. so sadly right before we started recording the last thing i did the last thing i did was turn off my fan and i am already beginning to (laughs) regret everything so
1: sacrifices that you make for this blog i tell you
0: it it might be a short short podcast tonight (laughs) <laughs> um it is it, you know we're such wimps here like I lived in Philly oh, for almost a decade like it was horrible I mean it was just humid like you were just like just su- swimming in your own soup all the time—disgusting, <laughs> completely disgusting.
1: Well, you got used to it, and then then the AC is is pretty much everywhere, right? Or... Yeah.
0: Well, I didn't. I was broke, so I did not live mm. in places with AC. Like my yeah. one place did have AC, but I couldn't turn it on because it was too expensive to run. So Dang.
1: that must I must have been rough. <laughs> it
0: was. It was really. I mean, it was. It's just mean. Like it's too hot in the summer, too cold in the winter. So. Yeah. I know that I should not be a privileged whiny baby and whine about the heat in Seattle because it is probably one of the very few places in the country that is actually uh, acceptable right now. (laughs) Yeah, I believe I saw one of our Arizona Fall League prospects or Arizona prospects tweet that um, it was 114 on the field today so That's
1: absolutely insane
0: <laughs> I know so we'll just we'll, we'll we'll suck it up and we'll soldier on Eric yep. I know that you are a, a great uh, connoisseur of beers and mm. things um, I am just drinking a tangerine lacroix because La Croix. I am so hot that the idea of putting anything other than water in, into my body is is horrifying but what what are you you cool basement dweller, what are you, <laughs> what are you sipping upon?
1: Well, d- d- disappointingly, it's just ice water tonight. Um, but I did have a good time over the weekend. I volunteered at the Finney Ridge uh, Neighborhood Association uh, Summer Beer Fest on Saturday, uh, which a, a friend a couple friends of mine are members, and um, I, I volunteered at the Winter Beer Fest that they do and had a blast. So I decided to do it again, and uh, so. Got plenty of, of free beers because of that, and yeah, had a good time, and then um, ended up with a free ticket to that Saturday night game, and uh, met up with some of you guys later on. A bunch of the Lookout Landing crew was in attendance, so it was <sighs> yeah. a good night, except yeah. for the game itself. Except but we'll, for the game. We'll talk about I mean, that, more about that later, I think.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, if any of you are beer connoisseurs or want to talk beers, uh, go ahead and, and find Eric on Twitter and ask yes, him, because he's always. Will happily talk beers with you always
1: happy to give my beer hot takes
0: um oh man well okay so we should probably talk about the white Sox series but since we haven't done things in so long we really (laughs) haven't recorded since like kind of the lead up to the all-star break Mm. um i think maybe we could mush that all in together though because i feel like the white Sox series was similarly even though they won the series i was disappointed primarily Hmm. because that saturday game was such a bummer yeah such a bummer like good for dylan covey getting his season on track and all but just the absolute (laughs) ineptitude of the bat. and then even sunday You know, if not, it was basically like White Sox 2, Ryan 6. Yeah,
1: yeah, get get that touchdown, Ryan. But miss miss, miss the extra point, but it's cool. Don't worry about it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So although it was inspiring to see the bats kind of wake up, they did that same old thing that they do where they score a bunch in the first and then they're like, okay, we cool. And then they (laughs) they just don't do anything in those middle innings. It's such an interesting
1: phenomenon. I I don't understand it.
0: no i mean theoretically like the first inning I, I don't know if it's just like being aggressive they are a team that likes to hit the fastballs yeah. maybe if guys are coming out and leading with the fastball and they're able to jump on that and do some damage but like and against relievers that i don't think are particularly great shakes either Um, So let's talk a little bit, like, just just where is the the panic level? What threat level? What color threat level (laughs) are we at right now with the team and the offense? Because I feel like um, we didn't exactly bound in from the break with, like, a a super blistering offensive performance. You know, it was a couple close wins. A close win, that awful blowout, and then... Um, you know, Ryan, saved by, saved by the Ryan. Yeah. Some it's like Rion like... healing. <laughs> Ryan
1: healing? Is that Some rion UL healing. <laughs> healing. Oh, that's terrible.
0: Anyway. very good. Very good. Uh, so what, where, where are you at threat, threat level wise? Threat
1: level? Mm. It's like, uh, I think I'm, I'm, I'm teetering. Like I'm, I'm right in the middle, like a, like a yellow orange, um, but but I'm very much teetering on the edge. If this giant series goes poorly, um, uh, which I, I don't think it will, but you know you never know. Um, but, but it's scary. But it's, it's scary. It's a little scary. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like you really what you want you would love a couple like very convincing wins, and so yeah, I'm right. I'm right in the middle. I mean, like you said, it was a series win against the crappy, god awful White Sox. Yes. Uh, but that game on Saturday was just such like a vintage Mariners turd mm-hmm. that, that it would just like was really unpleasant
0: in front um, of a really big, really amped up safe crowd. Yeah. Huge I Saturday mean,
1: night crowd. Like I was like, Whoa, like this place is full. They even opened up the, the upper right field section. Mm-hmm.
0: I, like, I mean, it was rocking. Everybody had yeah. their D bobbleheads. They were so excited. And then it was just, I'm worried that we're going to look back at that at that night specifically. And be like, oh no, this was like a canary in the mine shaft for <laughs> the second half. Like, yeah, maybe. back to back to same old Mariners.
1: Yeah, I sure hope not. I mean, the, and the thing about the Sunday game is that it was like a fairly casual blowout, you know. Like all things considered, it, it might not have felt like that at times, but I mean,
0: yeah. yeah. yeah I- I mean, they could have done more damage. I think that's—I would have liked to see more throat-steppingness. Although maybe that's mean. Um, (laughs) But you know, just they had times. D hit that triple. I will. Oh
1: yeah. How'd they not score on that?
0: How'd they not? (laughs) I feel like we ask that every time we see someone standing at third base with like less than one out. Like somebody's got to step up and be like. I volunteer to be the official trip. <laughs> if someone triples ahead of me, I will be the person to drive them in, and I will yes. just, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll buy that person's beer, like because he can be you, Yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems like of all things to do, like all you have to do is like make contact and get a guy home, like. Mm-hmm it just doesn't seem like it should be that hard, especially when the guy standing on third base is D Gordon. Like right? this is, this is
1: ridiculous. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So I, I carry some fear. I carry some fear with me. Um, there were an awful lot of white Sox fans at that game, which I found surprising. I saw
1: quite a few around town too. It's just like, huh? I saw it right over by my house too, which is nowhere near downtown. Um, saw a guy rocking a paul knurko jersey i was like huh well, yeah that guy was a huge pain in the ass for years cool
0: <laughs> i think it's i mean obviously seattle is such a city of transplants like of it course really guys are always gonna people will always bring out their you know oh, I was born in wakosha wisconsin i don't know if that's a place <laughs> yeah. i can't wait for the brewers to come to town like really right okay Um, and also I think especially, I think Seattle is a destination city for a lot of people. They, they plan their Mm -hmm. trips to come here because it's super nice. And (laughs) even as we're complaining about the, the heat, it's, it's, um, Pretty temperate, and it still gets cool at night, which you can't say mm-hmm. about like ninety percent of the country.
1: Yeah, I'm sure Chicagoites are like Chicagoans. Yeah, Chicagoans. Uh, we're, we're like, oh yeah, Seattle in July. Sign me the fuck up. Let's yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. So that part is annoying. I am definitely worried about the influx of Giants fans for this Ooh, series. Yeah, uh, I think it's going to be. Uh, we were talking in the the maple the Maple Grove has a a Twitter message group. And some people were saying that the tickets for the bleachers are like $40 on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Club going yeah. up on a Tuesday. Like, what? <laughs> what?
1: <gasps> yeah, I know. Like, any, any time bleacher seats are over, like, 35 like, I just, I just get heartburn just thinking about it. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's, like, it's like, no, no, they're bleacher seats. They're supposed to be very affordable.
0: The whole idea like, of it is that it's cheap. Yeah. Um. And I don't think it's one of the BECU value games yet mm. either, because they know that they can sell uh, some pretty steep tickets to all yeah. the a people who are either coming up or b a lot of um, you know the Giants fans in town who are here because they moved up here because San Francisco's too expensive. Right. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Sharks. Now you're
1: yeah now you're bringing that crappy vibe up here with your old sc- sidewalk scooters and stuff. I don't want to go off on a San Francisco rant. Don't don't get me started. But I, I, but in general, the Giants, like as as fans, I've had I've had very good interactions with them. And like um, back, I think I think it must have been the last time that they came to town was 2012. I think it was. Um, oh
0: wow, that long ago.
1: Maybe there's one in between there. Um, someone someone can add us about that. Um, but I remember um, I was working with this 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 really nice woman who was a Giants fan. Her and her husband and uh, we we decided we'd get a work group together um, to go to the game. And um, yeah, Giants fans were just just packed the place. Cause, I mean, this was this was the 2012 Mariners. This was just like a complete garbage fire team. Um, yes, and the, the, sh-
0: and the 2012 Giants, who were um, the opposite of future
1: that. future World World Series winners, R- I right. believe. So yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know, that was back when we still had high hopes for Dustin Ackley, and uh, it was a different world back
0: then. Um, How will we tell the children about it? So you'll have to teach your children, <laughs> your child, about what it's like to, what it was like to hang your hopes on Dustin Ackley <sighs> Dustin and Jesus Montero.
1: hmm
0: oh, Tough times.
1: So, anyways, yeah, they lost that. Mariners definitely lost that game, and um, you know, but. But most of the Giants fans that I interacted with were, were very laid back uh, as, you know, is the California I way.
0: will counter that with a story from spring training when I went to the Scottsdale Stadium, mm. which, um, spring training pro tip, Scottsdale mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Like, the prices are ridiculous. You've mentioned I would that. have never gotten in unless I, I, I happened to have a, a family ticket from someone. So, and even at that, like usually, if you're a family, you get some pretty nice seats at these ballparks because it's spring training, um, they were like way the heck up on the bleachers, like the metal bleachers, way, way, way out in left field, and the it was just like the broiest tech bro bro faces of broiness that ever broed sitting behind me like and they were making fun that of me sucks. for cheering for james paxton they were like oh, hey, you, you, you must be a real fan and i'm like yes uh, yes, as yes as, 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 ev- as evidenced <laughs> by my cheering and they oh, were making boy. fun of me because paxton had kind of a rough outing that day and just just oh, they I were dicks Underpend- so i hate to use that to like
1: well, represent yeah. an
0: entire fan base and i'm sure it doesn't but you that, know, it takes between well, <laughs> uh, between that and the fact that like just everything there, spring training is usually a little bit of a discount. You know, like oh
1: totally, yeah, you're, it's you're like...
0: paying ten dollars to go to a game generally. Yeah. Um, and sit out on the berm. You're. The beers are a little bit cheap. It's kind of like going to a AAA game, you know. Like the yeah, beers as are a little bit be. cheaper. Exactly. Yeah. Everything, and everything at that Scottsdale Stadium is full price. I mean, right. the cheap tickets were like fifty dollars. So
1: it's so funny that, like, of course the San Francisco team goes and bougiefies their fucking spring training facility. Like, it is Oh, of course so you did, bougies. because because you can right. take advantage of the inflated incomes. Like, okay, right. sure, guys, like just completely f over spring training for the rest of us you know
0: well and the fact that san francisco is relatively close as far yeah, as one true. of the i mean the padres padres fans show out pretty well mm-hmm. um because they're so close and they train there and i think and then there's the angels wherever they are and then In there's san francisco
1: yeah
0: i don't i don't i don't think i went to a single angels game when i was down there Yeah. No um, yeah, and then you have, you know, like the Reds playing out there in Goodyear or whatever. But yeah, oh, yeah. There's, that one. there's a sizable amount of uh, of Giants fans that just kind of invade down there. Yeah, I'm a little worried Safeco is going to be like Scottsdale North Ooh. over this series. And I'm real worried about the team. The team is not instilling me with a ton of confidence right now with their offensive I performance. And... Let's. I mean, let's talk a little bit about that because I feel like the pitching is what the pitching is. You know, Wade is Wade, and Marco, thank goodness, kind of came out and got everyone on the right track. Mm-hmm. And really, even Felix came out strong and then had the one rough inning, right? And the team just couldn't give him any kind of run support. So, I mean that that is what it was. Yeah. Uh, but real, I'm. I'm real not quick. too. Oh. Sorry,
1: r- real quick about Felix though. Um, would, like you, you guys were all sitting together, right? Like for when he, when he was pitching well.
0: Right. Yes. Like,
1: were were, were you guys kind of starting to like look at each other, like, hmm, uh, he's he's kind of cruising here, isn't he? Like
0: Felix or Marco, which one are? You? Uh, Felix. Sorry. Uh, because Marco, you know, was carrying a I think a perfecto for a while there into
1: like the fifth, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that was
0: I didn't even realize what was happening.
1: Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, both those games, it was like, hmm, no, oh, this is this is cool. But then then Felix completely fell apart. But
0: yeah, he was uh, he was rolling, and the crowd was into it and everything. And I don't know what went wrong. That I mean, I was. It's so hard to analyze the game when you are at the games, and I haven't mm-hmm. watched it back yet. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, as my, uh, it's no fun to recap a game like that. So our recap of it wasn't exactly an in-depth study of what went wrong. Uh, but it was
1: great. It, it was, was great, It was yes. like yeah, perfect but, for it.
0: Yeah, but absolutely not uh, Not a, not an in-depth study. So to go back yeah. and look at that a little bit. It was just like, it was such a weird, hard turn. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm hoping that the rest of the rotation is able to like steady and get us back on track. But honestly, it doesn't matter what the pitching does if the offense can't do anything and I yep. am scared. I has a scared about <laughs> what is about what they're putting out there. Um cuz I looked at it a little bit in July when they were slumping going into the All-Star break and Seager is good. Seager is starting to really like pick it up, hit the ball harder. Um he had a couple unlucky line outs on Sunday that I saw, like hit the ball hard, but just like right out some guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Hanegar always, of course. And he's like a walk machine suddenly too. I think because people yeah. are realizing that they can just not pitch to him and pitch to anyone, literally anyone else. <laughs> um, like, and, Oh, he
1: was an all-star, right? Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe we should skip him. Maybe hmm. we should
0: skip him. If we've already got the two outs, like if, if, D and Gene both went down. Like, yeah, we can just put them on and go after the next guy,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: who unfortunately is Nelson Cruz, who unfortunately is also scuffling pretty uh, hard.
1: Yeah, I was gonna bring that up earlier when we were talking about the Chicago series. Like, I mean, he made made he made some good contact a few times. Um, like the, that that hit on Sunday that that practically took off a Brayu's glove yeah um but like in general though from before the break and and since then in in these three games like i'm getting a little a little worried about uh our friend nelly
0: definitely worried and a little like you know if they if they could work a deal with him do you think that that would just make him not feel like he has to worry about stuff would that Hmm. If, if Good question. I mean, we've all been saying extend Nelson Cruz, extend Nelson Cruz. Maybe you don't want to do that during this time, but like, can we maybe just make it so it's, Wade LeBlanc talked a little bit about how this is the first time he's ever known, this is the earliest he's ever known where he's, he's going to pitch next year. Right. You know, since he was like, or since he hit free agency. Um, so I wonder if that would help. Make Cruz a little more at ease if he could just. And you see too the the change that w- having Gene feel like he had a home. Oh yeah. And he he's got a solid base here. Like he is mm-hmm. playing so loose and happy, and mm-hmm. has been such a huge contributor. Not just because of his talent, I think, but because it's just easy when you don't have to worry about job security all the time. It is easier to. Yeah, and, to... Yeah, and uh, I think especially a game of baseball it. A game like baseball, which is a game of failure, right? So right. And you, when you don't have to worry about like, well, if my batting average goes down, I'm not going to have a job and I'm going to have to. And especially I think what we saw with the off-season market for free agents and especially older free agents, you know, if I'm Cruz, I'm worried about that.
1: Mm hmm.
0: So I would love to see them. If this is going, if this slump persists, I would like to see them do something about this because they absolutely cannot reach the postseason if Nelson Cruz is is at a ninety nine WRC plus. They can't. They no. can't. They depend no, but... on his bat too much.
1: Yeah, yeah. They need they need him mashing uh, taters on the regular, mm-hmm. um, and definitely down down the stretch. And like, yeah, it's like I wonder if they would be able to do. I don't know. It's like I don't know how much this really goes on in baseball or not, but like having kind of a handshake deal, more or less. Yeah. Uh, like, like like okay, we're gonna extend you, but we're not gonna announce it until this date or something like that. I I wonder if the, if that's something they'd be willing to do, and if that would help kind of put his his mind at peace a little bit on uh, about it, if if it really is bothering him.
0: I I just think like the, the the front office has shown a lot of creativity. And they've mm-hmm. shown a lot of ability to work with people, and I think you know they they're obviously not opposed to doing mid season extensions because we see DePoto and we see Scott Service get extended, and the sense of stability that that brings. Like, oh, okay, well, we've this thing that's going to be happening here is going to be happening for a while, so yeah, just why not? And
1: speaking I, of uh, our, our friend Scott service pretty pretty happy about that extension personally I think it's like that was a, a really good move
0: I agree I think um, I think there's a lot about Scott service and I'm t- do you remember who it was who said service wasn't well liked in the clubhouse it was it was a national writer yeah um, uh,
1: was it? it wasn't Jeff Passon, was it no Uh Heyman was the Heyman the one that, that I at think it
0: was Heyman I think you're right yeah it was yeah. Heyman uh, it was just such a weird anecdote to throw in there because right. I just don't feel like that is the case I mean no, it's not it's the ridiculous. case from what I've observed in yeah. or out of the clubhouse um and you know just as like kind of a, a little anecdote about Scott Service um You know, uh, Braden Bishop, one of our top prospects, went down. Yes. Uh, He has a broken ulna bone after he got hit by a pitch in AA this year, or this past week, I think it was Mm -hmm. on Thursday. Uh, Season over, he is devastated, obviously. He was really hoping to be a September call-up, for sure. Um, And Scott Service, when he found out about it, like, messaged brayden and brayden's having his surgery here in seattle that dr khalifa is going to do it i think it's I th- is it hmm. khalifan khalifan i think is it khalifa is another dude that's Wiz khalifa yes yeah yes. good job kate <laughs> <laughs> um dr khalifan is going to do it so he's going to be here in seattle and scott service like reached out and was like hey come come by the stadium like come come see me let me talk to you um, and just like that, just it seems like such a small thing, or maybe to some people it seems like something. Well, of course you should do that. Like you know who this person is. He was in your clubhouse in spring training. You should care. Yeah. But baseball is just—it's an endless parade of dudes and faces. Yeah. And I think that that really speaks to the service's sc- ability to like see his players as people and and attend to their Ooh. needs, like off the baseball field too. So. That
1: is that is like very that is a very sweet thing, and then like a very like dadly move of him I guess. Oh yes Um, he's such
0: a dad. He's such a dad.
1: Yeah so that's 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 very heartwarming to hear. I'm glad I'm glad that he did that.
0: Oh did you see the um the uh, managerial ranking story at Fangraphs? Mm -mm. Uh, Jeff Sullivan does this every year. It's uh, the community ratings of managers and I would you know obviously because it's Sullivan it's very good um, everyone should go read it. But it was interesting to me to see, like, the perception of Scott Service. Like, a lot of people don't have an opinion on him. He ranked very high in the no opinion. Hmm. And he also ranked pretty highly in people not having much of a changed opinion about him. His rankings from year to year, is his approval rates Consistent. ratings have been pretty steady because... <laughs> I think that that he's just like a steady force. People don't think Mm. he's especially bad. They don't think he's especially good. Like he's just, and honestly, I kind of wonder there's a lot, I've thought a lot about education and pedagogy and teaching and the way that these Mariners seem better at maybe some of their predecessors that at teaching. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think part of that comes from putting education professionals in charge or people who have a teaching background or people who really care about teaching Um, which I would I would count Scott service as one of those people yeah and he he
1: seems to he seems to really let um let the team and especially like the team leaders um kind of do their thing and like it's it's like he it's kind of the whole like leading from behind kind of thing yes And, and and like he he lets them kind of have have sway over things and like make make decisions or empowers them to make decisions when when they should be um, it, and isn't isn't like an overpowering presence um, in, in the clubhouse which you know we, we've had all kinds of, of managers over the years for the Mariners um, you know the, the fiery kinds like Eric Wedge or, or Lloyd McClendon um, to you know Riggleman and people who are very very much more subdued kind of like how Scott is but um, I, yeah I really I really think that you know I, I I'm, I'm much more in favor of, of a managerial approach like his because he doesn't have he, he may you know he he should he makes the right decisions when he needs to but otherwise it seems like he's kind of a little more hands off so it doesn't have like your, your manager like shouldn't be winning or losing games for you right like they should just be there to steer the ship
0: and i don't think they should be the loudest voice in the room necessarily like that's not what leadership is yeah um and well to bring it back to like pedagogy a little um you know there's a model of teaching that's called stage on the stage where you have like Mm one person teacher standing up at the front of the classroom and like imparting knowledge and all the students sitting there and, and dutifully taking notes. And
1: right.
0: that is a something that was much more, uh, you see it a lot at higher in higher education, obviously still, but yeah. it was very much the way that education was done in this country for the greater part of our history, because that was seen as good educate. That's the teacher's job is they like, they are the repository of knowledge and they just kind of like, I remember having a teacher in college who told us that all he wanted us to do on tests was to, quote, back up our dump trucks to the paper and just basically spit back everything he'd been saying. So that is totally out of fashion now. Um, But, you know, for a lot of people, I think that that's performative, like it looks like you're doing something, whereas really the best kind of teaching is the best kind of teacher... Is the teacher that you can't see when you walk into a classroom because they are, because the students are the ones at the forefront. The students are the ones doing the learning, like they're working, and the teacher is there supporting. And I feel like that—that's a move that we—that the Mariners overall are kind of going to under Andy McKay with leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's different, like it's different than Gabe Kapler sitting out there in his fedora or whatever. <laughs> you know and and kind of making it all about him and i think that a lot of people respond to that because they're like oh this is a strong this is a strong leader to rally around and mm-hmm. i think that's why a lot of people like lloyd because lloyd is still a very beloved manager in the mariners history mm-hmm. cuz lloyd did things you know it's like that meme like po- the poke with a stick meme do something <laughs> Like oh, yeah. Lloyd actually went out there and did things.
1: <laughs> he did, he did. I, I liked Lloyd. I thought I there thought was, was a
0: there was a performance aspect to that.
1: Yeah, there was hat throwing. There was mm-hmm. um, dirt kicking. Yeah, dirt kicking. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah, he was much more like like a Lou guy. Finger type.
0: pointing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very Lou like very demands. And you were like, well, he's doing something. He's sticking up for his players. Like yeah, or you know, he'd get annoyed at reporters and and kind of mouth off and. Service oh, really? is much, uh, much more like kind of tongue in cheek. Service is yeah. still sassy.
1: Oh yeah, his he throws in the midwestern uh, shade every once in a while if he 100%. doesn't like a question. Where where like they just kind of they diss you in the nicest possible way.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> this is the difference. What was the, the one that he responded to with the, like this is the difference between where you sit and where I sit. Yeah, uh, like. I, that was that was some strong Midwestern dad shade, absolutely.
1: Yeah, that was like that was like practically dropping the f bomb. I mean.
0: <laughs> in Midwest terms,
1: <laughs> yeah. So
0: I I think that they are they're on the right path with service and with continually bringing in these kinds of guys who um, fit the overall character or tone of the organization, mm-hmm. and to the point where uh, Jerry. De- so if you were not at the ballpark on saturday for baseball prospectus night um one naughty you you should have come could have seen me sit uncomfortably in my and sweat um in a (laughs) in a panel and talk about uh my love of edgar martinez um But Jerry came on first and it was great because Jerry was scheduled to do like 20 minutes. And of course, Jerry, being Jerry and loving to hear himself talk, he went for like 40. I think it was 40 minutes that he was just like answered all kinds of questions, told some really good stories. It was a light filter Jerry day. Uh, At one point he used the word turds, which I (laughs) had a real out of body experience um, about bringing in free agents. Actually, this is on Mm. topic with like talking about how they've tried to do scouting on people like they scout you know not just on the field but off the field and how they've tried to bring in guys who they've tried to bring in guys via free agency and trades who they think are going to be uh, their personalities will be a boon to the clubhouse as well and he said, and we've made, had some good ones, and we've had some turds, and just this like, almost Danny like ones, Hunger yeah. Games esque image of Danny Valencia like shot up in front of my face. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I mean, that's what I think of when I think of a turd. It's, yeah, like, you know, a, a very entertaining by all term, accounts. Yeah. Kind of a uh, so I thought I thought that was that was interesting, but he told a good story about. Uh, back on the topic of leadership, about how in the Dominican, they brought in an MLB vet to talk to the players. And the MLB vet stood up there and said, what being a leader means, leadership is winning. And a kid, a a 16-year-old kid stood up and said, no, that's wrong. Leadership isn't winning. Leadership is about helping everyone else be great or something like that. Um, wow! Which yeah, a I want to know who that kit was, and I yeah, want seriously. to <laughs> bake him cookies. <laughs> right? Sixteen. Yeah. Imagine be imagine being sixteen and having just the guts and feeling like you've learned so well that you are willing to challenge like a an MLB experienced player. On that. Yeah, kind of. But that's that's the kind of work that they're doing with like pushing these. Um, overall initiatives of what it means to be a good teammate what it means to be a leader uh, mm. and I think we're gonna start to see that trickle up as as prospects move up through the organization um, oh maybe this yeah. is a good time to do one of our questions yeah we got a question to, do you have them handy uh, yes okay can you read we- the one about the prospect
1: yes all right so this question is from Megan Corcoran uh, at Megan Corcoran, Hi 91. Megan. Yes, I, she's she's an active active Mariners Twitter participant. Um, she says, um, who do you think is the most underappreciated Mariners prospect? Pick one that you think should be getting more attention than they are.
0: Mm-hmm. I love them all. Who do I pick?
1: I <laughs> know you do. <laughs> who
0: do I pick? Um, I mean, honestly, I could pick like one by every level. I think at AAA, Ian let's Miller. Yeah, let's
1: go through each level.
0: Yeah, Ian Miller is my pick for AAA. I think he does yeah, not I would, get I would definitely. any attention. Um, but you know, especially with Bishop. Remember, out. we talked to
1: him last last season uh, on this podcast. That's mm-hmm. one one of the few podcasts that 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 I've done. Um, and uh, he was he was very funny. He was very very personable.
0: He's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but he has a, a skill set that I think could help them out as far as speed on the base paths. True. Um, and he'll, he'll be a good candidate to be looked at for a September call-up, although they keep ca- just calling up Andrioli instead, which is right. great. I love macaroni ravioli. I like <laughs> Andrioli. But I'd love to see Miller get a shot. Uh, yeah. Double A, I'm going to go with Chris Mariscal, who still strikes out too much, but... Um, he's just always kind of doing something positive that Arkansas lock lineup. He he hits like fifth or sixth usually. um uh-huh. and he can really he's a good infielder and he can get stuff done on the base paths as well. and he has a little bit of power and um usually has a good at bat. So I like Mariscal. No one talks about Mariscal um we traded my favorite pitcher tommy romero which it needs to make me sad at the a level uh keegan mcgovern who got who was a 2018 draftee is tearing up uh clinton right now so he is really exciting uh nick zamorelli at high modesto is one of my favorites there he had better numbers than kyle lewis actually um Hmm. yeah got a lot of a lot of a lot of power um and just is a pretty cool kid too. And who do I like who we just drafted who's down? Oh, I like this kid, Max Roberts, who is a a JUCO pitcher, oh, yeah, yeah. lefty command guy who it pitches for Everett right now, and I think he's gonna be really good. Those Speaking are of, those are uh, my picks. D-
1: Nice. Those are all, those are good picks. But speaking of other uh Juco pitchers, um our boy JT Salter.
0: <gasps> JT
1: um, I want to talk about him, although I'm not sure if he's underrated yet as as he hasn't really seen much action yet, I believe. Um is he, is he with the
0: uh, He's still with Modesto. I thought it was going to be like a one-day like a spot thing call up, but he appears to be in the Modesto bullpen now.
1: Hmm. Nice. Well, I'm excited about him just because he's gigantic and I, I love large pitchers um, and large baseball players in general just are just a lot of fun. And uh, I mean, I he's... think we
0: need to be specific about how gigantic he is. Like,
1: yeah, if you if you want to track down JT Salter's Instagram, it's it's definitely a good a good uh, follow and a good good look because um, there's several pictures of him with like his friends like like hanging out. And he, he's usually standing either next to them or behind them. And these are all, like, you know, probably six foot, six foot two normal size bros. And he just fucking towers over them, like, <laughs> like an extra foot. He, and, and, and just his, the width of his of his body is he's just he's just large and wide.
0: I believe he's like six, eight and three hundred. I think that's wow. what I saw on him. He might be closer to six, seven, six, eight might be an exaggeration, but... He is a large, <laughs> large lad,
1: or large adult reliever. Mm-hmm.
0: So. And there's a lot of, <laughs> and he is also from um, uh, West Alabama. Was that the school he went to? Yeah. yeah. And he just kind of t- tweets or t- types like he talks, which you can just mm-hmm. get such a strong sense of of his Southern accent. You was yep. you was my best friend. Oh my yeah. god, it's. It, 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 he's a character. Super earnest. Very, yeah. very earnest. Very grateful yep. to be playing baseball. Like, you mm-hmm, love mm-hmm. you love those guys who has, are kind of fringy <laughs> and just love baseball more than anything else.
1: Yep, has pictures of, of, his, of his very nice girlfriend um, on, on Easter. He's wearing his... Who comes his, up uh, approximately
0: e- to his knees. Just... just...
1: Yeah, yeah, just, just tiny. Uh, <laughs> and, like, and he's wearing his uh, Easter-colored um, uh, <laughs> under-armor <laughs> polo, you know. So it's very, very, um, very appropriate. And yeah, I'm, he's, I've definitely, he, he's, he's the, the prospect that I'm, I'm keeping my eye on. Cause I just think he has, he has a lot of potential just pitching wise, but also just general baseball entertainment wise. I just, I think he could
0: oh, fantastic. be fun yeah, Absolutely. He's going to be fun to try. That's the whole fun yeah. of, of following prospects and kind of keeping tabs on them is just like mm-hmm. to watch them move through the system and I too yep. am very excited to see our large lad continue to move up. <laughs> uh,
1: should we do another Twitter question? Yeah, let's do. do
0: let's do. While we're at it, let's, let's let's do some questions. Okay. Get this thing in um, around an hour tonight, maybe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll read this one. Uh, this is from Riley K at at it's Riley Shia something like that is his handle or her handle um yeah let go with that this this person asks uh what would you like daniel vogelbach's future to be and how would this future play into the m's current plans so speaking of large lads <gasps> um i am i've been emotionally preparing myself for the mariners to possibly trade vogelbach here before the deadline because i feel like it's definitely in the realm of possibility um I would be very sad if that happens, uh, but uh, also, depending on what the return is, you know, it, it seems seems like it could work out, at least for this this season's plans, but man, it's frustrating because you know when they acquired him, they gave up a very, very... I mean, I don't want to bring up a sore subject for you, Kate, um, but... No, uh, it's know, okay, it's okay. They gave Just... up a very valuable reliever uh, <sighs> slash in, swing in, our, in our slash old friend... Yeah, slash perhaps starter. Um, good old Mimo Mike Montgomery. Did you say Mimo or Mimo?
0: I always said Mimo, but
1: Mimo. Yeah, that makes more sense since that's Mike. Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh so anyways, that we gave we gave up Mike Montgomery uh, for our potential next DH because everybody has known for years that Vogelbach's true path in MLB was to be a, an American League designated hitter. They're just didn't seem even from early on that he that it was ever going to work out for him um, in the field, and I, I respect him wholeheartedly for continuing to try, and and I think that they should just just so he's at least able to to play some first base when they need him to. I but mean,
0: he did I, not look terrible there in the game on Saturday or whatever. it was.
1: That's true. Yeah, he he made that good that good flip early mm-hmm. on, right? And he had a couple yeah.
0: nice plays.
1: That's good, um, but you know, long term wise, he's it, It's it's kind of you feel like they definitely acquired him to be Cruz's replacement. Uh, possibly, you know, it might have been even maybe this year or definitely next year, um, but as we've seen, Cruz continue to just not age or not 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 uh not give in to the typical aging curve of of most of most uh, sluggers. Um, you know, it's like, well, we got this, this guy who could potentially be the next DH, but we just don't need him yet because Cruz is still, still mashing. Also, Uh, like,
0: I love the idea that Jerry wants to make the team younger and more athletic, but like, if there's mm -hmm. a spot where you don't need to be younger and more athletic, it's definitely DH. Like, just go ahead and buy whoever is on the market who is, you know, going to be your big power bat and... Pay for that guaranteed, semi-guaranteed source of power. Although, DH has of course been falling off. I think Cruz might be the only valuable DH out there. But yeah,
1: he's 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 like the last of his kind in a lot of ways. It's it's really it's our beautiful unicorn
0: Nelson Cruz.
1: Yeah, it's been interesting how how DH has changed like over the last 10, 10 seasons or so. Um, you know, like guys like Adam Dunn and. Uh, was that guy Matt Stairs? Like the like typical, uh, and, and like even like Paul Konerko. I guess I think he was a DH more most often towards the end of his career. Um,
0: Are you trying to set a just, record for how many times we mentioned Paul Konerko on this I, podcast tonight? Whole, I
1: wholeheartedly <laughs> apologize for that because I fucking hated that dude. <laughs> um
0: just interesting we've gone like many many podcasts where paul canerco's name has not been mentioned and suddenly Eric here he is. Stanford,
1: paul canerco super fan the
0: paul canerco cluster here on the podcast anyway sorry sorry
1: God. yeah you know players like of his ilk you know um and like Nelson Cruz has always has, has been over the course of his career kind of slightly more athletic than that, but he's but he's always been a liability in the in in, in the outfield pretty much. Um, World Series game, uh, <laughs> um, and so it's harsh,
0: you know, Eric. That's harsh.
1: I know. I, I instantly regretted bringing that up. That's bad karma. I'm sorry, Nelson. You you're, you're the man. I love you. Uh, anyways, but. Uh, what was I saying? <laughs> I, got, I got distracted D-H's, by DHs. The, DHs, they're the not image. good now. Nelson is yeah. the only good one.
0: Yes, Nelson Making is it the only. Super good weird one. that you would trade for like a twenty-five-year-old DH.
1: Yeah, but you're like trying to like keep that uh, that player profile alive <laughs> by force.
0: <laughs> we know that Jerry. We know that Jerry loves baseball history, but I feel like this is taking <laughs> things a little too a little too far.
1: True. Yeah. So okay, so let's see. Did we really? Um, we didn't really answer the question. So, uh, what will Dan, what will Vogelbach's future be? Um, like I said, I think it, it is pretty. It's somewhat likely he might get get traded or as part of a trade because I mean he honestly doesn't have probably have that much value here. There's there's been talk of the Royals possibly being an option, and I can absolutely like see that happening and him going on to hit a hell of a lot of home runs although now the royals, royals the want ryan years. healy
0: apparently which is weird that's the that latest trade trade rumors they're right checking in on ryan healy which seems weird to me and i wonder if that's like as the mariners have maybe been checking in on their players somebody said hmm. well how about that ryan healy and,
1: maybe jerry know. can trick dayton Moore into like, you want you want both you want Vogelbach and, and <laughs> Why not both? Get, your, get,
0: get a two-first special. Yeah. <laughs> Use the savings to re-sign <laughs> Nelson Cruz. And, uh, you know, take on Danny Duffy in his terrible contract. I'm okay right. with that. Yeah. All is lefty he, he rotation.
1: <laughs> Has Duffy been healthy this season? Because he's, I mean, he's been I hurt think, a lot, uh, right?
0: He's he's had some... Yeah, he's he's having a little bit of a down year. But it's so his numbers are so... Just this particular year are so outside of his, they're so drastically dis- different from his other numbers that it's hard to see this as anything other than like just a bad year. Yeah, I don't think that there's, and it, it, I, I haven't looked carefully, but I don't think that there's been a significant downtick in his velocity or his stuff or anything. So.
1: Yeah, so so to answer the question for Vogelbach, it's like I could see if if. If things don't work out with Cruz, if they don't extend him for some reason, then giving Vogelbach a seasons worth of the bats would certainly be interesting, and uh, and I'm, I'm not against that um, per se. I don't. It doesn't seem like that's the most likely thing that's going to happen. Um, so yeah, it's it's just, it's unfortunate because they've they've sunk a lot of time into in Vogelbach, but it, it doesn't really seem right now that. It's all that likely that he's going to find major league success with, with the Mariners.
0: I really thought that that after he had that great spring that this was going to be it for him. He was I know. In. Yeah, that's really, right. was... That was the thing I was wrongest about this offseason. I really yeah, thought he was, that.
1: Yeah, he was the player I picked for um, the uh, the hits for for ALS thing for mm-hmm. Braden Bishop. Because I was like, it was honestly like, eh, he I'll, I'll I'll pick Vogelbach just because everybody's so down on him. Maybe it'll be a boost of confidence and like, wow! Then he, I know, and then you end up 25 hits.
0: having to shell out a fair amount.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, that's that's fine, that's fair. I don't mind. It's a good cause, but I was like, dang, damn Daniel,
0: damn Daniel, yes, yeah, we just.
1: Was... We're doing lots of memes tonight. Lots of meme references. Gotti would be proud. old
0: memes, though. Yeah, he would that's not. True. He would say that our meme usage is, is pretty washed. Our memes Probably. are not dank. They are well, <laughs> the opposite of dank. Yeah. Is,
1: is Dan Daniel more than two years old at this point? I guess it yes, is. Yes. Yes, it is. Wow. Yes, yeah. That kid's like almost done with college now.
0: Oh, God. Don't say that. <laughs> okay. Um,. I think the best thing for Vogelback would be for them to trade him because even if they have a a space for him, even if he's like lying in wait for Cruz or whatever, I'd Mm -hmm. hope that he might go to Tampa Bay because he...
1: That'd be perfect.
0: Loves... Yeah, that's his home. Like that's... He would love to play... He would love to be closer to his family. He's a big family guy. Like Mm -hmm. at the time, Tampa Bay had a hole at first. Now I think they're going with Jake Bowers, who is Bower Power. He's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think he's a great defensive first. I mean, why not? They could have him, one as DH, one as first base. Like, you've still got space, Rays. Take him. Take yeah. him and give us Chris Archer. No, that will never happen. But um, <laughs> I was very surprised. As much as we want it. Right. I was surprised that they did a deal and didn't send Vogel back in some way. Which makes me wonder, because the Rays would have been such a great landing place for him, it does make me hmm. wonder if he has any kind of trade value, if anyone else wants him either. But I would yeah. love to for him to go someplace where he could just get regular at-bats and, you know, finally kind of yeah. answer the question, is Daniel Vogelback a major league player or not? Because I just exactly. I don't yeah, think like he's going to get a chance here. Yep.
1: Yeah. And, it's like, I would I'd love to see it too, as much as it would hurt to see him do it for another team after yep. they've sunk so much time into it. At, at the same time, I'd be like, you know, good for you, man. Like, I'm proud of you.
0: I think all of us at this point yeah. would be excited for Vogelback to... Yeah. Be able to, I mean, he's just, he's so likable. He's extremely endearing. He changed his walk-up music, I noticed, on Saturday. He's now walking up to, um, to D. Gordon's brother's songs.
1: It's so cool. Yeah. I mean, it's (laughs) just like little
0: nods like that. Like, he's very beloved by his teammates, and it just kind of stinks. I guess when they activate Paxton, he'll be sent down again, Mm. which sucks. Like... But I don't I don't see any other way that they can I don't I don't think they have anyone extra in the bullpen that they could send down.
1: Yeah. They already sent down Andreoli, right?
0: Yeah, they sent him yeah. down in exchange for uh no, they sent Freitas down Where the Yes, Andreoli No. Uh... I can't remember
1: if they... I Andrioli think Andrioli was, was uh. in
0: that first... I know, it's so much... I think that Andrioli <laughs> was in that first batch um, ah. when they ha- did all the initial moves like before the Zanino move. I thought that was it.
1: Speaking of, uh, our, of our friend David Freitas, uh, hashtag cool dad, um, uh, the, big, the, the big news of the day, the big news of the day, at least in the uh, in the LL slack, was definitely... the. Um, <laughs> His wife posting um, the, a shiggy video. Yes, doing, the, the shiggy challenge, which I did not know the shiggy. I didn't
0: know what a shiggy challenge was. I had to.
1: Oh, good! Go you look had to it Google up. it too? Yes, oh, I, yeah, did, totally. I did as well. 100%. Yes. we're olds.
0: High five! High, high five, five, fellow for two old. olds!
1: Yes. <laughs> 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 it's like I, I want. I need to ask some some of our our youngsters. Um, I'm like because it seems like he's. I looked him up, and I'm like, oh, did he come from Vine or something? You know, RIP Vine. I was a big fan of that app. That was a lot of fun. It seems like he's very much in that like realm of young internet stars that like just kind of blew up overnight and um, just because they made some funny videos. And he's dancing to that Drake song, um, and which is now stuck in my head, hopelessly. Um, and remember, remember Saturday night at the game, they did a Shiggy Challenge between innings. I I did not realize
0: that that's what is that the in my feelings or whatever yes is that the song
1: yeah that's the song and then and they they showed a clip of the Russell Wilson and Sierra oh that was uh, terrible that was
0: just terrible (laughs) just terrible. Um, I did not, uh, I didn't get that. I resented that. That was strictly,
1: that. strictly for the kids. Uh. I guess. I mean, I was, I was like, what is this? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's funny. It's, man, Mariners, like, they they stay current on, on internet shit, man. It's, it's impressive.
0: Wow. Yeah. They are extremely online. They are one of extremely. the more, on, they are one of the more online of the, of the various teams. The Yankees might have more followers, but the Mariners are much more online.
1: Yeah, Yankees are stuck in Internet
0: 2.0. Yeah, yeah, the Yankees still use Facebook. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> they, get, they forward emails with, like, forward, 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 forward.
1: <laughs> Check out this one great trick. <laughs> Uh, okay, so should we do any more questions? Yeah, do, we haven't, We haven't talked about the, uh, the All-Star game at all. Should we talk about oh, that? Oh,
0: we can't talk about the All-Star game. Did we get any questions relating to the All-Star game?
1: Not no, no.
0: I feel like it was so... <laughs> I mean, it was quick, and then it was over, um...
1: Yeah. I didn't even get to watch hardly any of it, because I, I work late on Tuesdays, and, um... But was listening to the radio on my way home on the bus, or on to the to the radio feed, um, which is always a trip for All Star games because you're like, who are these guys? Okay, um, and uh, so I heard I heard Segura's um, awesome 3 round homer and was like, fist pumping on the bus, <laughs> like, fuck yeah, like like that's that's why he's a goddamn All Star. Like hell yeah, that was that was such a triumphant moment, and then. We were, and it was like he's a shoe in for MVP and then and then Diaz uh, got in the game and he was like yes and then it was like no yeah. damn it
0: i'm a little worried damn that it. that's like a short metaphor for the mariners 2018 oh, season like no. this incredible lift followed by this huge crushing i know i'm in such a i mean i'm in a bad place tonight cuz i made the <laughs> mistake of checking the a's game which I knew no. they would crush the Rangers, but I was kind of hoping the Rangers would, you know, at least show a little bit of life and uh, the A's are just, they're, yeah. it's really, they're gonna, yeah, it's really terrifying to realize that that lead for the wild card could just be gone, like by the end of the series it could be gone
1: it's scary <laughs> it's really scary and you
0: should be scared like yeah um and the Probably a's are making moves it. too you know they just made a trade for um familia familia which let's all remember that that is a um i mean i don't but i mean okay for every... He got in
1: trouble for DV. Yes, he's
0: a he is a DV case. So yes. I just want to say like, great. I have one of the things that I've been doing, um, because it's complicated for me. The when I watch a guy pitch and I like that is a that's somebody who who hurt a woman in his life, and I can't mm-hmm. it. And I would like to not participate in it, but it's my job to watch these games, so. Right. Um, it just, it's, it's a weird feeling. And I found that a a good way to offset that feeling is to donate. And I stole this idea from Pinstripe Alley from our, um, one of our, our partner SB Nation sites, um, who had to kind of deal with Chapman coming back and, mm-hmm. um, feeling not great about that. And so they made a donation for every save he got, or I think every strikeout, a small donation to um, a local women's shelter. I have been doing a donation to arts Bands Foundation, which supports oh, yeah. single family or single parent families. Um, often DV is a is a case or is a, a, a factor in that.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: um, that's something that I'm going to keep in mind and, and I'm going to try to do if if and when he plays against the Mariners because
1: yeah
0: and I I recommend everybody check out no matter where you are on this um, check out denardspanfoundation.org because they do great work and they're trying to get to their July goal of 10,000 to buy a family a car and I think they're really close they're like just a few hundred dollars off so it would be amazing if we could help kind of push them over the top and especially taking something that's kind of icky like this and turning it mm-hmm. into something that's good, I think is.
1: Yeah, it's it's really gross when um, stuff like that happens because we, we all turn we all turn to baseball as as a fun hobby as a, as a as like a fun escape. Right. Even though even though the teams may drive us crazy sometimes, it's it's still it's just it's supposed to be a fun thing, and to be reminded of like the ugliness of of domestic violence and or other other types of assault like while you're trying to just unwind and watch a baseball game is it's just like it's such it causes such like cognitive dissonance which is why I can no longer watch the NFL as well um, it's it's just like ah oh man damn it like why 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 is this like this yeah. so I think that's that's a wonderful idea and an awesome gesture to to, to donate like that when when players like that or are, are, have to had to sit through that. Um, it's also something aren-
0: that's on my mind right now because um, I, along with several other members of Lookout Landing, the Lookout Landing team ran the the Refuse to Abuse 5K um, at Safeco this past weekend. So Saturday, yes. actually the very same awesome. day as the, the BP event. Yeah, very awesome. I am still so sore. <laughs> I am in such bad shape. I'm such a wimp.
1: It's a lot of stairs, though, right? Oh my you got to go up, up and around the stadium. It, it and stuff. made it
0: really hard to go back to Safeco on Saturday night, <laughs> and then again on Sunday because my body was like, "What are you doing? We Don't did this. Stop it! Yeah, we've been up to the 300 level already. Why? <laughs> uh, so that yeah, I mean, I, I, that was, that part was rough, but it was very yeah. cool to do. Um, Scott Service was there kind of beforehand shaking hands oh, cool. and with his family. Hanegar's wife was there. I saw her. Uh, uh, yeah. And usually, I've heard that in the past there have been like rehabbing players there. I did not see any of them, but it was cool to see service and, and see some of the player wives come out. it's and, and awesome. Support that's another example.
1: Thing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. go ahead. Oh, that's another example of just how the Mariners are, pure and awesome in a, in a lot of ways because I mean not, not only is the, the, the Refuse to abuse campaign that was was one of the first in like professional yes, sports to, yep. to focus on on DV specifically um, and and they someone in in the front office had the, the presence of mind to do the, have this refuse to abuse 5K on the same day as D Gordon's bobblehead night. Which may, maybe it wasn't on purpose, but I, I think it probably was um, given D Gordon's background with his foundation mm-hmm. that, that also uh, because of his, his experiences growing up and the, the death of his mother at the hands of, of an ex-boyfriend um, having to having to deal with that he, he runs a foundation that helps out families that have been through similar situations. So I feel like that that was a really cool um, synergy of of causes, um, and that's something that the Mariners have excelled at for for years, for decades now. Which is just it's just an added bonus. I feel like it's like the, the Mariners, you know, mm-hmm. haven't had a lot of success on the field, but they do a lot of things right, like as an organization.
0: Absolutely, historically. Uh,
1: so that's a nice thing.
0: And it is. I mean, it, it's. Really satisfying to me to know that um most likely, even if he had been available or if they had wanted to make that trade, I don't think they would have made the trade for Familia. Mm-hmm. So uh, it just kind of helps me as a fan. Um, yeah. feel like I'm supporting a team that's in line with my values. So I yeah. know it's not important to everyone. Some people say, well, the game's the game and whatever. But if you are, again, somebody who has had your life affected by that in some way or maybe just somebody Mm who who's sensitive to those things it it does it does matter and yeah um
1: it it detracts from the enjoyment of the game it means
0: a lot to to me so um kudos on the mariners and also you can go online uh isabel is going to write up a little brief thing about our experience doing that, and there will be a li- uh, a link to donating to the Washington State Domestic Violence Coalition if you want to get involved on that front too. All right, enough enough with the with the 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 charity charity GoFundMe uh, tin cup part of uh, of the podcast let's go back and talk about some more baseball I feel like we've i feel like all the time i'm like donate to this donate to this donate to this but <laughs> it's just that we have so many guys who have great uh yeah, do, do great charity work and yeah. it's really cool to support them and i know that for denard's man we're hopefully looking at maybe getting to talk to uh him or his wife about the work that they're doing i know i'm crossing my fingers that this comes through um, (laughs) because they've been so so grateful for the support that the lookout landing community has given which means you guys anyone who donated thank you um just because it's so hard for him in all of a sudden being traded and having to leave kind of not just his home but also where his foundation is and you know mm-hmm. try to get things started up again and, and meet these summer goals so just the support that we've gotten from people has been awesome thank you for that okay off box.
1: side note side note about denard though he is a hashtag swole dad if you went to the <laughs> if you went to or watched the uh, turn ahead the clock uh night game um he went full sleeveless and it was impressive it was i was, I was, was. I was like damn dude like okay we see you now <laughs> I, see, I see you Denard.
0: uh a- anthony may took a really good picture of Denard too that's been uh been circulating did you see that one
1: no i haven't seen that oh. was did, did, did they capture him because when, when they announced him when he came out on the field he actually flexed <gasps> Like, like, I don't, I, I, was at the game, so like, and, and I was sitting in the left field bleachers, so I, I saw it happen right in front of me, and I was like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> It was like instantly became the Denard super fan. I, wasn't already.
0: <laughs> I didn't see that. I'm going to, I'll have to go back and see. Maybe the cameras caught that. Yeah. Um,
1: maybe it was it might not have been on TV yet because it, you know, it's like when they announced them when they're coming out of the dugout kind of thing.
0: Right. Right. I love yeah. all the little, like in, you know, all the little moments that maybe not everything gets caught.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, like Gene running out to the outfield to be part of the outfield hug after Sunday's game. <laughs> <laughs> That's which awesome. I've never seen him do before, and just he just wanted he wanted a little extra hug just
1: Want to get in on it, you know.
0: Um, do we have any other questions that we should? Yeah,
1: we could. We got there's a fun one here that we could we could. Oh end yes, on fun, fun you, is good. Do you have any other topics we want to hit before we I end with a fun question?
0: We're, we're coming in at a nice time. One more question, yeah. and, and that'll be good.
1: Okay, cool. All right, this is from Eric Wen uh, at Nguy. Um, he asks, other than Felix/ichiro, which current or former Mariner could have been the best two-way player? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Current or former Mariner. So that that, that gives us a lot of people to choose from. Yeah, um, I don't know. I honestly don't know if Felix, uh, even in his younger days, would have been that good of a two way player. Uh, I can see grand, Felix taking a lot of wild, wild
0: hacks <laughs> in the box.
1: Yeah, that—that that, I mean, that grand slam that he hit off off Santana is still like one of the craziest. Like uh, he he like literally like closed his eyes and swung and just happened to just crush it. <laughs> like it, it was just like what the hell, like it's that's amazing it's should it will forever live in mariner's lore you know um but yeah let's see who else uh two-way player
0: i might say current i think um marco gonzalez is a solid solid. i mean he won the john Olrude award given to the best two-way player in college so right
1: right yeah he can he can mash Marco well, can Marco
0: can hit. Like I mean, yeah. it, you know, we're not talking like Otani levels or anything. No. On either on either extreme, but Marco is I think would be a very solid little batter. I've been petitioning for uh, Marco to pinch hit as as Under the course. offense has slumped harder and harder <laughs> and harder. Like, yeah, let's yeah. show them all up. Let's let's put the pitcher in there and
1: uh <laughs> see what happens.
0: You know, more is like a message to everybody else to get their acts together, but
1: yeah, it was a shame that he did not pitch uh, Coors Field uh, and had the chance to, to hit there. That is a
0: real bummer, and also because I think a lot of Colorado fans, you know, Marco is one of their great pride, and it's hard to be a pitching prospect and come out of Colorado. Like, it's hard to pitch in Colorado, period, so... Marco Wait, is very Col- much a favorite son. What?
1: He came, he came from the Rockies? I it no, he a, was born in Colorado. So oh, he, he grew up and went to high school that. and everything
0: and was kind of, I can't remember if he was a Gatorade player of the year there or not, but he was a very high profile uh, Colorado player up through high school before he went to Gonzaga. So, go Zags. Yeah, go Zags. <laughs> still, still a beloved, a beloved uh, son of the Rocky Mountain State, yes. for sure.
1: Uh, let's see, other players. So, what comes to mind is uh, Munonori Kawasaki. Um, I feel like he probably could have thrown some. Uh, he, he, I think he has made some pitching appearances in, over the course of his crazy little MLB career. Um, let's see, who else? Um, another current one. Um, do you, do you want, I wonder if. Has D. Gordon ever pitched at any level?
0: I don't think so. Probably not. Uh, I I mean, other than, like, mop-up dude. I think that this question, you got to go with, like, somebody who is mostly... If you're trying to get to best, right? Like, you've got to go Mm -hmm. with someone who's primarily a pitcher Mm -hmm. and, like, also can sort of swing a bat. So, I think that just from, like, maybe past in... I'm trying to think of, like, a very big power pitcher that we've had who would... Um, in the recent past, I wonder if Archimedes Caminero could have ever been taught oh. to swing a bat because he is just, that's how Felix hit his grand slam. Like he's just, right. he had so much upper just body strength large. and he just kind of <laughs> flicked the bat and got it in the right direction. So,
1: yeah. 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 I could, I could definitely see that as well as, uh, 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 Thiago Tiago. Yeah. Tiago. That's how you say it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He, I mean, who knows? He's he's with the White Sox, so anything yeah. anything can happen. Still, but yeah, did he make
1: an appearance? At all? Or is is he with the major league? Uh now? no,
0: he's in AAA. He was in the AAA oh, okay. All Star game this year, though. So Ooh, yay, Um Great. Yeah, I think um, I, I think if I just had to sort of randomly pick someone, I would try to pick like a big power pitcher that could, like Felix, like just occasionally rope mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. But I think Marco would be my choice for most likely to like actually have a decent batting average. It's interesting, Marco and Mike Leake, like both of them, I, I yeah. think were pretty decent hitters for pitchers. But...
1: You could go back and look at uh, Randy Johnson's uh, handful of of, a, of a bats he had over the years. Um... <laughs> I
0: just feel like I feel like the bat would fly out of his hand, like children would lose eyes. I don't. Yeah. that doesn't feel. Some way safe. gonna get hurt. That doesn't feel safe. <laughs>
1: Or what about um, Chris Bazio uh, He of the formerly fired from the from the Tigers. Yeah, cur- he might. Recently fired. He
0: was like a stocky dude. I wonder. I feel like Freddie Garcia was just a good athlete. Oh yeah. Um, and I I think good athletes have a good like. Actually, I was talking about this with a friend the other day. The difference between baseball player and athlete. So like, athlete is. D Gordon is an athlete. Like you could put him in any of the major sports and be like, "Which one does he play?" Um, baseball yeah. player is Dan Vogelbach. right? Like <laughs> De Holy. Yes, Dejoli De is a baseball player. So yes. I think I think the answer to this question might start with looking at someone who is an athlete more than a, a baseball player. So Freddie Garcia True. jumps out into my mind because. I remember him as being elegant on the mound, but I mean I was also like what, twelve, thirteen and very easily impressed. So
1: (laughs) No, he was yeah, he was very agile.
0: All right. Is that is that it then?
1: I guess I guess that's it. Um There's one other question from uh, William Lofton. He just says, can you please make the Mariners... I mean, sorry. Can you please make the Rangers play better, asking for a concerned and frustrated fan base? Yeah. No, No, we cannot. Sorry. 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 I wish I could. But, you know, the Rangers, who, you know, have still never won a World Series and uh, are currently... uh, just, Why would
0: you incur that? Why would you incur just,
1: that bad just, j- Yeah, they're just, you know, they're digging themselves a little hole down in the cellar, and they're they're not doing us any favors. Nope, so. they sure aren't. F'em.
0: <laughs> Which is stinky. That is, that's stinky useless, and I, they're gonna send off all their useful players, hopefully out of the division and away from and not just out of the division, but possibly out of the AL entirely. I think Xu, Sh- Shinsu Chu is a a trade target for people who are looking right. for a big bat. I think I've read maybe the Phillies are possibly interested in him. Hmm. Be um, a good landing. Cole Hamels huh? is maybe, maybe the Brewers possible fit there since uh, Brett Suter now has to have Tommy John, which is a huge bummer for the Brewers. And I was all ready to like bandwagon the Brewers. So hopefully mm-hmm. they, they get it, they get it together. But yeah, it doesn't, yeah. I don't see any trade fits for the Mariners from texas which is also good because like maybe they won't be sending off people oh they have bullpen pieces they have useful bullpen pieces so there's county uh. kella um oh, yes. Leclerc, although he's young i think i don't think they'll get rid of him uh Diekman, obviously who i would love to have just because he is also a a, a Crohn's colitis guy survivor and um, oh. just i have a personal like a vested interest in seeing him succeed Gotcha. Have that in my family, so uh, any of those guys possible. But I also don't want to give prospects to Texas and have our our, our prospects. Although their system is pretty poor, so I feel like that But I mean, I'm sure could help they them. they can't
1: be as poor as as the worst farm system in in all of the in uh, all ma- the land. major, major leagues in baseball, Yes, which is the yeah, Mariners, sure, obviously, because we've had that have that ran down our throat all off season yeah. and currently all the time. So. Can't be any worse than us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, so I don't, I don't see. I, I think the the Rangers are going to be utterly useless to us. Yeah. So, um, thanks for nothing, jerks. <laughs> and I hope uh, you step on a Lego. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they'll pull it together. You never know. Sometimes they baseball's weird, and sometimes they come up with surprising performances but it's definitely not a very good audit tr- trade deadline audition for hamels tonight because uh, no. uh, he got shelled pretty hard so
1: maybe they'll beat the astros a few times out of spite
0: <laughs> <I'm> sure okay <laughs> let's uh, we're just asking for things now okay yeah, uh, yeah then fine i want uh i want aaron judge to decide he doesn't like baseball anymore and <laughs> Move to Mongolia to live in a hut and make yak's milk ice cream. Okay? (laughs) If that's that's what we can do, if we can just ask for stuff, I've got a list. Oh, man. Well, thank you so much for uh, stepping into John's overly large and probably untied shoes tonight. Uh, And I'm sorry that we haven't been as regular with the podcast but we will get back on track and hopefully have some more good things to talk about because um yes the, the team started doing poorly when we stopped podcasting you know what it is this mm. is oh gosh guys this is our fault our bad
1: we blew it
0: <laughs> it's all on us okay back on track now and yep, all good uh, with, now with good good things to talk about next time we talk to you uh yes. thanks for listening thanks for sending in questions those of you who did, and we will talk to you next time. Get out the way, get out the way, get out the way. Yeah, yeah. get out the way, get the fuck up on my way. Yeah. yeah.
1: You either with me or get me out. Ho- you either with me or Win Win. Win win win, win. Yeah. Fuck everything else. Win 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 win. Man. Man. These niggas ain't